We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your perfect will today. Have your way in this place. Dear Father, we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. Praise the Lord. You can take your seats. Good to see everyone this morning. This might be a little loud. Uh, we welcome all of you. And again, those who are here as guests. My name is Mike. My wife, Jyoti. And we have the great privilege of serving this church. And so we're glad all of you could join us this morning. And uh, happy Father's Day again to everyone. We've got a little video to show you um, that our kids put together. Actually, I think Sandesh put it together, but it has all our kids on it. So we're going to play that.
I think she's saying happy Father's Day, all the dads. I love you. I love you, Daddy. We love you. Happy Father's Day. We love you, Dad. Yay. Happy Father's Day. I love you, Daddy. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm trying to read her lips. Well, the volume's gone there, so, but you get the point. You get the picture. Sweetie, I think we just got to go on here. Um... All the kids love their daddies. So, God bless all the dads. And uh, wish all of you a very happy Father's Day. You know, um, it's a great responsibility. And it's a great honor that God has given us. So we really should take it seriously. And, uh, and since today is Father's Day, um, we're gonna I'm going to share some things with you about what it means to be a dad. Um, but we do want to speak blessings over all the, the dads that are here. And probably towards the end, we'll just want to pray over you, pray for you. And uh, we really do appreciate all of you. We're going to take some time. We're going to focus on the importance of being a dad. And I want to share with you some of the greatest lessons you could ever teach your kids. So, if you don't have children, that's okay. I believe you'll still be encouraged. God's word will still bless you today. And today, you know, it might be a difficult day for some of you. 
because you might have grown up without your father. And so I understand that. I kind of grew up that way. But there's no greater dad than our Heavenly Father. So I encourage you to look to Him today. Don't allow this to be a, a sad day for you. And to begin, we're going to read from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16, 2 Peter 1:16. if you need a Bible, you can raise your hand and we'll get you a Bible. It says here, we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of His majesty. 2 Peter 1.16 so notice this is an eyewitness account. This isn't what somebody's mother told somebody's brother that somebody heard. This is Peter's eyewitness testimony. of the power and majesty of Jesus Christ. And by the way, we are celebrating Jesus today. In case you were wondering what we're doing here. Verse 17. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. We're going to pay close attention to that statement that the father spoke over his son. Those words that are recorded, Peter heard it with his own ears. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Spoken over Jesus Christ by our Father in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Let's thank God for his word. Let's also speak blessings over our nation. Father, we thank you. You're here. Your spirit is here. And we're here to receive from you. So we ask you to teach us today. Open our hearts and our minds to receive all that you have for us. Your word is alive. And your word is full of power. 
We thank you for it, Father. And we pray for India. We pray for Sikkim. We pray for Gangtok. We thank you that your kingdom has come. Your perfect will is being done in this place, just as it is in heaven, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, now everybody just take a deep breath. Go ahead, let that air fill your lungs. There's oxygen in there. You need oxygen. Did you know that? You can't live without it. I wonder, does anyone know the world record for somebody who has held their breath? Does anybody, anybody know? How many minutes? Just let me shout it out if you know. Any guesses? World record. Who has an idea? We think five minutes? Nine? Okay, that was a good guess. That was the only guess, so that was the best guess in the house. The world record is 24 minutes. Can you believe that? And I have a hard enough time for 24 seconds. But he was a, he's a diver in Spain and he, he has the record. Twenty-four minutes. All right, here's another question. Without oxygen, how soon can brain damage occur? How many minutes? No guesses? Total blank this morning. Yankila, you have a guess? How many minutes? Five. That's very close. It's actually four minutes. That's how quickly somebody could have brain damage. So maybe you're wondering, how did he hold his breath for 24 minutes? Well, that's because his lungs were full of oxygen. But if there's no oxygen, it just takes four minutes, your brain starts getting damaged. So yeah, oxygen is pretty important. And that makes the air we breathe very important. There's some places the air quality is very poor. I think of Calcutta. I remember being in the taxi. You know those yellow ambassadors? And, and, and right next to this window. And right next to this window. Big trucks with that exhaust pipe blowing right in your window. I would go back to our room, blow my nose, black, 
clean my ears, black. Wipe my face, black. You have to change your shirt two or three times a day. In those kinds of conditions, all that pollution, the air quality is very bad. And if you, if you live somewhere like that, and that's all you're breathing, it's possible you won't get enough oxygen in your blood. And if that happens, it leads to some major health problems. I'll share some symptoms with you of low oxygen levels. If people don't have enough oxygen, it can lead to confusion. Some of you are thinking, oh, that's what's wrong with me. Also, restlessness. Headaches. Shortness of breath. Dizziness. Lightheadedness. Fainting or passing out. Also, lack of coordination. Visual disturbances. And there are others. Now, hopefully you're wondering, what in the world does that have to do with Father's Day? Thank you for asking. All the dads, I'm here to tell you today, you are responsible for the air quality in your home. And I'm not talking about your gas. Listen, your children need to breathe. There are, are, there are many children in the world who are suffocating spiritually. Emotionally, they are suffocating. And it will produce the same kind of symptoms that I've mentioned. Confusion. Restlessness. Visual disturbances. You know, there's many young people that are very confused today. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they're supposed to do. Some of them are so confused about the most basic issues. Nowadays around the world, boys don't know if they're boys or girls. Girls don't know what they are. Boys think they're girls. Girls think they're boys. That's a very basic issue. But the confusion that is out there in the world. There's many around the world who are 
diagnosed with these attention deficit disorders. It's like they can't concentrate, they can't pay attention. They're restless all the time. So they got the fidget spinner, you know, they got it. Fidget means you can't just sit still and be still. And so they get on medication for those things. But it's a symptom of a bigger problem. Visual disturbance. Kids have no vision for their life. Many people, young and old, they feel like there's no purpose for their life. They have no goals. They're just going through life with no idea where they're going or what's happening. These are some of the symptoms. And they, they point to a major deficiency in a person's life. Just like a lack of oxygen would produce in a person. And guess what, dads? It's up to you to do something. So here's a question. How's the air quality in your home? It can be tested. If you, if you notice any of those symptoms going on, you know you need to improve the air quality. I don't think any parent would intentionally deprive their child of oxygen. But you might be doing it without knowing it. Do you know, some children have died in their sleep. Because of carbon monoxide poisoning. That means they were, while they were sleeping, they were breathing poison. That's why we don't burn coal in our house, you know. It can produce poison, toxic gas. How terrible would that be? You wake up and your kids are dead. Because they were breathing poison. The air had become toxic. As terrible as that would be, if you don't do your job as a dad, then you might wake up one day and find that your kid is far away from God. Find that your kid isn't walking with God anymore. 
and it will be because of your own failure. We don't want that to happen. So I'm going to share three things with you. These are essential to producing the right air quality in your home. These three ingredients, they're like oxygen to a child's soul. And without these three things, they will suffocate emotionally. If you provide your child with these three things, they'll, they'll grow up healthy, happy, and whole. Healthy, happy, and whole. Just like they should be. We find these three keys given to Jesus Christ by His Father. So hopefully you're wondering, what are they? What are they? As we look at these three necessities, we will very conveniently spell the word air. A-I-R. You'll see that in a moment. Let's read Matthew chapter 17. Verse 5. This is what Peter was quoting, which we read earlier. Peter was there when that happened. Peter, James, and John were on a mountain with Jesus. The glory of God came. And from the glory cloud, this is what Peter heard. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Can you imagine being in the middle of that cloud? How awesome would that be? Unforgettable. This is what the Father spoke over His Son. And there's three things found here that we're going to spell air with. First, God spoke identity over His Son. He said, this is my beloved Son. This is my Son. That is, that is identity. Christ knew who He was. Christ knew whose he was. He wasn't confused about that. And in every child's life, it needs to be clear. 
Who are they? Whose are they? What is their identity? If they grow up without a sense of identity, they cannot be healthy, happy, or whole. So Jesus wasn't in confusion. Nobody wants to be confused. Where does their identity come from? A child. From their parents. Understand. This is the father's model for us. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna follow the example that we find in the scripture. We're gonna give our children a sense of identity. So that they know who they are, they know whose they are. Next, God spoke affirmation over his son. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That's affirmation. Do you know how important it is that your kids know that you're pleased with them? They need to know that they're not a disappointment. Kids need to know that they're not a failure. And, and for that little boy, that little girl, where are they going to learn how valuable they are? Who's going to affirm them? Who's going to speak value over them? Dad, it's your job. Their affirmation shouldn't come from the world. They should, they should be so filled up at home. They don't have to look anywhere else for affirmation. And finally, the father said, hear him. This is my beloved son. That's identity. In whom I'm well pleased. That's affirmation. Hear him. That's responsibility. With those words, the father gave his son responsibility. Jesus is going to say some things. And Jesus was responsible for his words. Jesus was responsible for his actions. He couldn't just live any way that he maybe thought he should. He had to live responsibly. And it's no diff different with our children. They have to learn to be responsible. Guess whose job it is to teach them? Dad, 
Now, mom can help too. But dad, you're the leader. You have to be that source for your children to produce the right quality of air in your home. We can get rid of the confusion. We can get rid of whatever's troubling them, not allowing them to concentrate. If they understand who they are, and they're not just my child, but they're the child I love, and they're learning to be responsible. So this is it. This is the air our children need to breathe. And when you provide these three elements in your home, you ensure the proper air quality. So that those kids can grow up again healthy, happy, and whole. This was actually the second time the father spoke these words over Jesus. So it's also recorded in Matthew chapter 3. I'll show it to you real quick. Verse 17. This was right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. It says, suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God wanted it to be clear right from the beginning. Before Jesus worked any miracle. Before there were any mighty works in his life. Right at the start. This is what the father said. He's my son. And I'm pleased. This is my boy. My boy. And I'm, and I'm pleased with him. This is a foundation. For a child to be able to grow up on. Then Jesus having that sense of affirmation and identity. He could walk out God's perfect will for his life. He knew my father loves me and I belong to him. I'm loved and I belong. He, he had that. And with that, he could even withstand the most severe temptations of Satan. The very next thing that happened, it's there in uh, chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4. Jesus went into the wilderness. He was tempted by Satan. But he was victorious over the temptation. I know that you want your children to be victorious too. We all want our children to be able to stand up against the temptations of the devil. 
All the temptations that are in this world, they should rise victorious over those things. We, we want them to be strong. There's an enemy in the world. He, he's the enemy of their soul. But if their soul is whole, if there's no deficiency there, if they're, if they're breathing spiritually and emotionally, they'll be able to stand up against any temptation. Your kids can be unstoppable. Your kids can be undefeated. Amen? What's it going to take? Their identity. Their sense of value. Their, their sense of responsibility. That's what it's going to take. And it's being shaped right now at home by their dad, by their mom, because of those words that are being spoken over them each and every day. Each and every day. You're speaking words and those words are shaping their life. Okay, you might have grown up in a family where you didn't get any of those things. You might have been confused, disturbed because of the absence of an earthly father. I understand that. I, I grew up that way. Okay, but don't worry because there's a father in heaven and he will make up all the difference in your life and if you'll do your best as a parent then God will make up the difference for your kids too the Lord wants all of you to know today you're his son you're his daughter. Amen. You're my son. You're my daughter, says the Lord. And, and just as he spoke over Christ, he speaks over you. You're mine. And I'm pleased with you. I'm pleased with you. That's what God declares over you today. Not only you're His, but He's pleased. Why? Because you've believed in Jesus. Because you're in Christ. And so everything that God says about His Son, He says about you. Receive that. God's pleased. He takes pleasure in you. He loves you. 
You are His beloved. Now you have to take responsibility for your life. You can't blame this or that. You can't blame him or her. God is with you. He's on your side. And you can do it. You can become who God has called you to be. All that he's destined you to do. You can do it. But it's your responsibility. If you know whose you are. And you know how he feels about you. There's nothing you can't do. How would you live? If you knew God was pleased with you. you. You know that you're his child. And you know that he's pleased. How would you live? Would you be free? Would you be bold? Would you have confidence? Knowing that you're, you're a child of God. And you're not trying to earn his approval. He's already pleased with you. It'll change our life. We will live victorious lives. And if the parents can do it, the kids can do it too. Amen. Stand with me. Let's thank God for the word that He spoke to us today. And just in closing, I would like all the dads to come up so we can pray for them. So if you have any kids, come and make a line up front here. We want to pray for you. Come on, all the dads. You know if you have a kid or not, right? Dads only. Sudan, I don't think you have any kids, buddy. Unless, do you have a kid that I don't know about? Nani cha, tabago. Chaki China. Come on, make room for everybody. Spread out. We just want to speak blessings over all the dads that are here. We thank God for each of you. I know your families thank God for you. And God's not done with any of you. There's more that He'll do in you. There's more that He'll do through you. You are a blessing to your family and to this church family. So we thank God. And we just release blessing now. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for each of these men. Men of God. Men after your heart. 
men who love Jesus and who are loved by Jesus. Father, we bless each of them now. We speak grace and favor over their lives. We thank you that the heavens are open over them. Father, may they hear you say today, This is my beloved son. This is my beloved son. In whom I'm well pleased. Now, son of God. Speak. Speak. Speak blessings over your children. Speak blessings over your wife. Speak blessings over your family. God has blessed you. Now He wants those around you to hear you. Your children need your voice. Your community needs your voice. Speak for God. Speak God's words. At home. At work. Speak. Father, I pray that you will put your word in them like a fire in their bones. Father, may the truth burn in their spirits. They won't be able to remain silent. They will release blessing. They will release life through the words that they speak. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you, dear Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the glorious name of Jesus. Amen. You guys can take your seats. I think you're going to come. Sweetie, you're going to do the rest of this? Yeah. Um, well, we prayed for the dads. Um, but we would be happy to pray for anybody else that needs prayer today. We won't get in a hurry. We've got lunch already ready. So, um, in God's presence. If you're here and you're far from God, if you're here and you're confused, like some of the things I mentioned, come on up, we'll pray for you. Prayer team can help us. Just be up here. Anybody else need prayer? Come on. For anything at all. If you need healing in your body. And come on up. We'll pray with you. Go ahead Priscilla. And pray with her. We thank God for all of you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anybody else. If you need prayer. Come on up. Power in prayer. 
I know that I had this in my heart last week too. But some of you have experienced loss. And because of that, because of that, there's been a fear. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. Whatever's been lost, God will restore it. God will restore it. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. You are restoring. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. Some of you have been standing in faith for some time. Don't stop. Don't stop believing. Don't stop expecting. Just continue to stand. Trust in God. His promise will come to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus. Every promise. Whatever God has said in His Word. It will surely come to pass. Father, thank you for that. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. 